The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy. Welcome Sarah to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Community Blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the host Queen Timmy has already been television. Like, welcome those watching us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching us on Oriented Television this week. Ian Lack has the day off, so it's just me solo this week again for the second straight week in a row. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week here. Um, of course, we got, um, we're filming on Monday this week, so that means we got the girls' districts on Monday. I mean, girls' districts starting tonight. So that's going to be really, really, really interesting. Um, when you look at especially the matchups, you got to keep an eye on. We got Utica taking on Troy, um, Stony Creek, Troy, Athens, um, along with Oak Park, Detroit Renaissance, Oxford Adams, Clarkston Romeo. I mean, just a lot of good matchups around the OA docket. And also, we're going to talk boys basketball. Also, like to send congratulations to Clarkston Wrestling on a good season um, for falling to Davison. Um, I know people are going to want my thoughts on um, Davison's. Um, controversial um, loss to Novi Detroit Catholic Central in the state wrestling finals in Division One, um, And also, um, and also we got cheerleading, of course. Congratulations to Rochester, Rochester Adams for winning the regional and Lake Orion in Rochester both for advancing to the state final. Of course, that'll be taking place Friday night at, um, at the Delta Plex. So, lots to talk about this week. Um, as mentioned, of course, we got to talk about obviously um, some of the games um, of of very good importance. Of course, we're gonna go girls basketball first. Um, of course, I think the game of the day had to be um, I think had to be Lake Orion Oxford. Um, the reason why that was a um, that was a very interesting game on Thursday night between the Dragons and Wildcats. Um, I thought that. Um, you know, it ended up becoming a um, one-on-one battle between Kylie Heck and Matt and um, Emma Morse. Um, Oxford ended up winning that game um, by a score of fifty-three to fifty. Um, I really thought when you look at that game on paper, I mean, I thought Lake Orion looked—they looked like the better team. I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, like if it comes down to free throw contest, if it came down to a free throw contest and the free throws were um twenty-eight to six, were the attempts? Um, Oxford made twenty of the free throws. Lake Orion was only five for six in that game. And I think, you know, when you look at that game, um, that was the difference. So when you look at the white standings, of course, Avondale won the white this year. Um, Troy took second. Um, So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. The blue has not been decided yet between um, Rochester and um, Berkeley. Of course, they're going to be playing their games today since both teams have a bye in um, their respective postseason tournaments. So, and in the red side, you know, you got West Bluefield and South at A&T both sharing the red title this year. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these teams are going to unfold in their districts. Of course, um, we're going to go more into depth with surrounding some of these big games um, this upcoming evening. Of course, we're filming, as mentioned, on Monday, March the 2nd. So we got a lot to look at, um, basically, based on their districts. Um is there a chance that somebody could get upset in these district playoffs? Sure. I mean, I, and I looked at, and I read the article that Nick McKay wrote on this girls picks. I mean, like people have asked me about, you know, if um, some of them are accurate, you know, he's got Detroit Renaissance, Heartland, Brighton, um, 
Heartland, I, I just cannot trust Heartland. I mean, yes, they got Whitney Solomon. I mean, I just cannot trust Heartland. Um, Brighton's an interesting one. Um, I got to wonder how they match up with Farmfield's Mercy. Um, if they do get there. Um, but um, just a lot of, and there's East Lansing. I mean, East Lansing's got a really good team. Um, they just knocked off like Carmen Ainsworth. Um, if I had to take a matchup, you know, you got to look at, the northern side of the state, you know, you got Midland Dow there, you got Flint Cumberland Ainsworth there. Um, do I see an OA team possibly threatening um, a team like Heartland? Sure. I think West Bloomfield has a good chance to do it again if they, um, depending if they can get by um, in their district. I mean, I, but the problem with West Bloomfield is they don't really have a matchup for an answer for Whitney Solomon's side. I mean, that's the problem that I have with the Lakers. But when I look at the OA teams in here, do I think a team like Clarkson can make a run? I mean, I think Clarkson can. I mean, here's why. I mean, they got enough experience. I mean, Taylor Heaton's a very good player. Um, you got Madison Sikorsky. Um, you got Sam Harris. You got, um, I mean, you got a lot of girls that I like on that team that Coach John Wire has. And, of course, you know, they played some of the tougher teams. And they played a team like Ar Ypsilanti Arbor Prep. I mean, I don't know if a team like Heartland has seen a team like Ypsilanti Arbor Prep all season long, but I think when you look at that matchup, when you look at Clarkson, I think, I think if there's a team that could give Heartland problems, I think it's Clarkson. I mean, I really think it could be them, or it could be West Bloomfield, you know, even though West Bloomfield played them last year. I mean, but things can go their way. So let's look at the top matchups in the district rounds. Um, I think when you look at the matchup for sure, um, the big one, obviously, for me is Troy and Utica. Of course, some two weeks ago when I talked to Ian, um, I said, you know, this was going to be the matchup to watch. And I still think this is the matchup to watch. I mean, when you look at the teams like Troy, um, like Troy's had a nice year. I mean, like under um, going 15 and five, um, they had a big, um, they had a big play return to Kendall Zider. Um, and I think when you look at the matchup, I mean, the matchups do favor Troy. I mean, like it does. I think Troy, I mean, the thing that really concerns me with them is their guards, is their guard situation. Um, this is a matchup where I think if, um, if the guard situation has to, um, if the guard situation has me concerned, I mean, that's no questions asked. Um, of course, I just pulled up my basketball match from the blog, but that's the match I'm keeping an eye on for sure. I mean, I, I went and thought it over this weekend. Um, I watched them tape over and over again this weekend. I watched them Troy Utica highlights of that district final a year ago where um, basically Utica just shot threes all over Troy. I mean, Maddie Barge hit a couple threes. Um, of course, you had, of course you had, um, and then of course you had Lena Ray who had a big game against Troy. I mean, like, and then you look at, um, Rachel Whitehead, she had a big game against them as well. So, if you're Simon Bottle, you know, and you have two players like Athena Sampson, Kendall Zider there, and you need a guard to basically step up considering you don't have Emily Olsen anymore. I mean, I think when you look at it on paper, that game last year was at Utica. But now it's at Stony Creek. It's a neutral site game. And... I think when you look at that matchup, it's a very interesting game. I mean, the question is, and then I looked at a player like Charlotte Sabaka, who's likely going to have to guard Whitehead. Um, 
And then I look at the guards, you know what I mean? If they can defend, if Alyssa Mantuza can give you basically what Emily Olsen gave you last year, and then you need performances from Kayla Knight, Rhea Charvinsky, um, Kayla Rutledge. I mean, if you, if you can get that production from them, then I think it's going to be a really interesting game because I don't think Coach Tom McDonald's team has an answer for Kendall Zider. I just don't think they have an answer for her. But the question is, does Troy have an answer for Maddie Barch? Considering that, but I know also Maddie Barch has a football background. She's going to play football at Kalamazoo College. Kendall Zider has a football background. She played football for Troy. Um, I don't know why she played varsity. She didn't play varsity this year. It wouldn't surprise me if she does play varsity this year for football. It really wouldn't surprise me. But I think, you know, both those girls have football backgrounds, and I think that's the key matchup is Zyder versus Barch. But then people are going to say, well, what about Adina Sanson? You know, does Utica have an answer for Adina Sanson? Not, like, not exactly, but it depends if Troy can get the ball to Sanson. Because Sanson had a big game last year against him. So when I look at this game on paper, I mean, when I look at this game on paper, two evenly matched teams going against one another. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I thought I went with Utica two weeks ago because I thought about the um, because I don't know how I don't know how they're going to answer with Lena Ray. Um, but when I look at the matchup inside out, the question is, what happens if let's say if the Colts can get him in the foul trouble? What happens? Um, so I think it's going to be a reverse this year. I really believe that this year in that matchup, it's going to be reverse. Um, I like Troy in this game because of, I think they're going to find Zyder. I think Zyder's going to have a big game, but actually the reason why I think they're going to win this game is because of Charlotte Sabaka and Alyssa Mantuza. I think Mantuza's the key because if Mantuza's the key, you have Laura Gumma shooting. Um, shoot threes. Um, if you can get that happening, then I think it could be a really interesting game. I really think it could be really interesting. But Alyssa Mantusa has to play that type of game where she has to just control the game. Because Utica, you know, under top coach Tom McDonald, is going to pressure him. So that's going to be the key matchup. Is I Obviously, the key matchup is Zyder versus Barch. Um, but if Mantuza plays well in that game and gives them the minutes very similar to Emily Olsen, then I think Troy will go on and move on and play Rochester. But if they don't, it could be a second straight year. And I, and I talked to Simon about it last week. I mean, about, um, I talked to him last week about this game and specifically, he told me that they're motivated. He told me that those girls on that team is motivated. I said, you know, did you show them last year's game? You know, did you show them last year's game? You know what I mean? Because that, if that doesn't give you a fire after losing that game in overtime, and he told me, you know, they remember that game. They remember that game. You know, so I think it's going to be a heck of a game between those two teams over at Stony Creek. Um, and the second game over there, 
That's going to be a barn burner as well. We got between Troy Athens and Stony Creek. That's going to be a really interesting game. Stony Creek plays in the red. They played in the red this year. Record doesn't indicate things. But they had a better, but they were better. I mean, like, they improved late in the year. I mean, they're starting to pick things up a little bit. That's a good thing for Coach Kelly James. Well, we get the Troy Athens team. Basically, what I said last week on the podcast really didn't have a fire until they found it against Adams. Of course, when that one wet was 60 to um, 55 in favor of Athens over Adams, that was a huge win for them at the time. That was a huge win. There's a lot of interesting matchups here in this game. And I think the most interesting one is Lily DePani versus Isabel Crow. People have asked me about this. And looking at the matchup. And you have Lily DePani, basically. Lily DePani's had a nice year. She's had a good year. And then you have Isabel Crum, who's had a really, really good year. I mean, I, if those, those two might counteract each other. Those two might counteract each other. But I think the key matchups are going to be both Bright sisters going up against Devin Vowles, Mia Carson. Um, that's going to be the key guard matchups as well. But the most interesting matchup I'm seeing is Sydney LaPrairie going up against um, Emma Wojcicki. I think that's going to be a good matchup. I really do think that's going to be a really, really good matchup. Um, and sure, Troy Athens has the number two seed. I mean, they come into this district after, um, and this Troy Athens should be motivated. Last year, they were basically gift-wrapped in a district title and blew it. That's what happened. I mean, that's what happened last year with Troy Athens. I mean, they had home court. They had home court and were basically gift wrapped that. And they lost by one to Chippewa Valley in the district semifinal. So if you're Coach J.C. Klump, you got a whole lot of experience. You got a bunch of seniors on that team. I mean, like, that have had success this year. I mean, and now you're in a much tougher district. I mean, you got to come in here with that same fire and intensity if you want to go in and win on Stony Creek's home court. If you want to win, you know, because because basically next year, you know, it's going to be a long year for Troy Athens. It's going to be a long year next year for them. But this is a game I think Troy Athens needs. Also, for Stony Creek, you know, you played a tougher schedule. You've been in the red. I mean, I get it. It's not an easy, it's not easy. But, but when you look at this game, I mean, there's a lot of great matchups. A lot of them. I mean, a lot of great matchups. Should be really fun down there at, on um, Taken and Sheldon Roads this evening. Should be real fun. Real interesting. Um, then you got Oak Park taking on Detroit Renaissance at Detroit Mumford. Um, you know, I've really liked this night's team. I really have. I mean, Peggy Evans Carr has done a wonderful job with Oak Park. Um, you know, winning 13 games this year. Um, thir- going 13 and 6. Um, but they got to play a very good Detroit Renaissance team. A good Detroit Public School League team. The, the, a very good, the newly crowned Detroit Public School League champion. And they got a very good player in Kylie Davis. I mean, and that's not to mention they got a lot of other good players as well. I mean, people said Detroit Renaissance is a Final Four team. Is it possible? Sure. I mean, 
I really like how this team has played under Coach Shaney Lawal. Um, Shane Lawal's done a really good job of that team. But it's going to be a tough chore for Oak Park um, to handle that. Handle the pressure Detroit Renaissance is going to bring. And it's at Detroit Mump. So when you really look at it, it's going to be a long night, I think, for Oak It's going to be. But you can't say the positive and success that Oak Park has had this year under Coach Peggy Evans-Farr. I mean, they have done a wonderful, wonderful job this year. Bringing back that program. They have that big win against Rochester, which is huge. Um, it's going to be a program builder. I think Peggy Evans' car is doing something. Is going to, in the next few years, she's going to build a program down there. And I think she's starting, and I think this year, it's going to say, you know what? Maybe we come out and play girls basketball for Oak Park. You know what I mean? Maybe we come out and play girls basketball. Develop the program. Develop that program. And I, I like the direction the Knights are going right now. I really do. Um, another interesting matchup, of course, is going to be taking place at Waterford Kettering. Um, you got um, Adams taking on Oxford. Um, both games are interesting, of course. And the other side, you got Clarkson taking on, um, you got Romeo. So that'll be very interesting there. Um, I'm going to go with Oxford Adams first. Um, this one's a very interesting game. because These two teams have played twice this year in the white division. Um, basically, Adams won both meetings. Now, Oxford's still without Mackenzie Metner. Um, but you found a player in Emma Morris who has really carried this team um, basically all season long. Um, Adams has been a really interesting team to figure out because there's been games where they scored in the high 50s and still lost against both Troy schools. They scored high 50s and lost. Um, if you look at if you look at um, Adams this past week, of course, losing 65 to Troy, and then, of course, winning 49-44 against North Farmington. I mean, this is a team where I think that um, could um, – Adams is in a real dangerous spot because if they let Emma Morris go nuts – uh, I think they're going to be in some trouble. I mean, in that game against Lake Orion, Morris had 21 points. But Aaliyah Diamond had had 10 in that game against the Dragons. I mean, but when you look at players, and Adams really doesn't have an answer for Aaliyah Diamond in the post. They really don't. I mean, no offense to Elizabeth Blaine, um, who I think is going to likely be guarding her. Um, but Oxford's got some issues. With play like Maddie Dolinga. Um, you got Amelia Dranick, Abby Dranick, um, Nicole Claire Hout, Lauren Petersmark. Um, so Adams so Oxford really's got some matchup problems in this game. They really do got some matchup problems. And I think when you look at the matchup on paper, um, everything does favor Adams. But if there was an upset trap, this could be it. I think this could be it because Oxford's basically playing with nothing to lose. That's basically what it is. They are playing with nothing to lose. And the other side, you got Clarkson taking on Romeo. Um, Clarkson's played a tough schedule. I mean, they played a tough non-conference. I'm playing Arbor Prep. It's playing Arbor Prep. Not to mention playing the red schedule. Um, can Clarkson handle Ava Muschamp? That's going to be the key for Clarkson is can they handle Ava Muschamp? 
because I don't think Clarkson's got an answer. I don't think Romeo has an answer for um, Taylor Heaton or Maddie Sikorsky. I really don't think they have an answer for those two girls. Um, now, can Clarkson handle Ava Muschong, Natalie Nowak? Those are the two that you got to key on if you're Coach John Wire. Um, Romeo's had an on and off year and the uh, Mac White. They've had an on-off year. So when I look at the matchup, and I know it favors Clarkson. Everything does <laughs> favor the Wolves. But there could be. But let's not forget what happened last year with Clarkson, especially in the boys, when nobody, nobody thought that Clarkson would get upset by Adams. Nobody in the boys that year. Nobody. Could it happen here? It's possible. Because Kettering is Kettering when you play Kettering's court is is it, the rims are really high. I mean the rims are really high. Um it's a really interesting dynamic gym. Which usually which usually, you know, it's it's a it's an unusual gym to play at. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I know Clarkson's played at some tough gyms as well. Um, they played at um, Arbor Prep this year. They played at um, they played at West Bloomfield. They played in the Red too, which makes it really interesting. Uh, they played in the Red too, but Romeo's played some of these games at at bigger gyms as well. They played Lake Orion earlier in the year. I mean, now they lost that game to the Dragons, but it's gonna be really interesting. <laughs> but if Clarkson cannot handle Ava Muschung and Adelaide Nolak then that could be a close game. That's another dangerous game that I'm looking at between Clarkson and Romeo. I mean, because, you know, Romeo basically the same same situation as Oxford. Had a rough year, playing with nothing to lose. That's how I'm looking at it with Romeo. Um, and they got experience. Let's not forget that. Um, so basically, that's my thoughts on the um, cuttering dish. The other matchups to keep an eye, the other matchups surrounding OA teams got Seahome taking on Birmingham Marion. That's gonna be a really tough matchup for Seahome. Um you got Bloomfield Hills taking on West Bloomfield. Um West Bloomfield's really own Bloomfield Hills in the season series, including the game at Bloomfield Hills where um they absolutely laid a whooping on them. Where um West Bloomfield laid an absolute whooping at Bloomfield Hills against the Blackhawks. Um so that's the other two matchups in the girls' side of things, of course, according to my blog here. Um, of course, um, we talked about the, um, yep, so those are the other matchups. Um, and, of course, you have Groves and South Arts and Tech, of course. That could be an interesting game because A&T played Groves last week, and Shy McEvans had to score 39 points to beat Groves. Basically, A&T is a two-girl team. When you look at Shia McEvans and um, Jasmine Worthy, they're basically a two-girl team. Groves relies a lot on Ellie Rupridge, but they've had some emerging players that have stepped up for Coach, um, for Coach Jessica Weasley. They've really had some players that have stepped up. I mean, so that game at Birmingham Marion between A&T and Groves could be really interesting to keep an eye on because if A&T, because if Groves, 
attacks A&T, gets McEvans and um, Worthy into foul trouble, I think A&T's in a lot of trouble. And that says a lot when you look at the matchup there. Um, that really does say a lot. Um, so those are the current girls basketball matchups right now as we speak. Um, of course, um, other matchups to look forward to. I mean, and I also got fine to respond to mercy. I know where that's going. Um, so I'm not going to talk much there. Um, when you look at the districts in the girls side, um, I still think in district five, I still think Clarkson's the favorite to come out of there. Um, despite the, um, there are some good, there are some challengers though in that district. I mean, you got Adams who could, who could, who could, who could challenge. I mean, they got experience. I mean, Clarkson better be careful Lake Orion. I mean, like, cause Lake Orion's a team that's a young team that's playing with nothing to lose right now. I mean, considering they had a really bad loss to Oxford, um, it, it just, they just did not look very good in that game. They just really did not look good in that game. I mean. So that'll be very interesting there in that matchup there. Um, I still think West we're look we're still looking at if West Bloomby could get by Waterford Mott. Um, Waterford Mott's a good team. I mean, yeah, Bloomby Hills. If they can get by Waterford Mott, um, then I think it's going to. Then I think you know they're going to set a course with Avondale. I have not liked Avondale's team all year. I mean, they rely so much on their starting five. Um, for Coach Roy Christman's team. I mean, they don't have a lot of depth. Um, so if those two teams were to play, I think West Bloomfield just, if West Bloomfield and Avenue were to play in the district final, if depending if West Bloomfield get by water for Mott, it's a really good team. Um, then I can see, I can see West Bloomfield moving on, blowing out Avondale. I, I, that's not even going to be funny. That's not even going to be close. Um, and then, of course, you have District 25. Farmtail's Mercy. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Livonia Stevenson North Farmington. That's going to be a really close game. Um, I think North Farmington's a team that could do some significant damage. Um, but so can Livonia Stevenson. I mean, it's a really tough scenario for North Farmington. It really is. Um, so, but I still, I still think Farmtail's Mercy wins that district. Um, the district over at Birmingham Marion. Um, a lot of people are saying A&T could play Birmingham Marion. Um, even though I think Birmingham Marion's got enough talent, you know, they got enough depth. Southfield Arson Tech really relies on two girls. Um, so I'm going to take Birmingham Marion to move on in that district. Um, Detroit Renaissance um, will, should roll at Detroit Mumford. Um, Oak Park really does not have much of a chance there. Um but back to the uh, Marion District, Birmingham Marion District, watch out for Berkeley. I think Berkeley could give Birmingham Marion a lot of problems. I really do. I mean, I really like this Berkeley team. I think they're going to they're gonna give Marion a ton of problems. Um, they have a girl, Lauren Thomas, who I think can match up well with Sarah Sylvester. Um, but it comes down to, can Ashley Loon get going? If Loon gets going, Berkeley has a shot to pull this off. It's a tough matchup. I really liked how Berkeley's tough in their non-conference. Playing a team like Lacombe Dakota early in the year, who's a top 10 team right now. Um, I think when you look at that district, if Berkeley upsets Birmingham Marion and gets the district final, that's going to tell you a lot about where Kirk, Coach Kirk Carolyn's team's at. 
Do I think they're going to do it? Probably not. But they got a shot. And the same thing with Royal Oak. Royal Oak can upset A&T if they get by Groves. You know, so a lot of interesting storylines in that district. As I mentioned, Detroit Renaissance should roll that Detroit Mumford. Um, the district at Detroit Cody looks really interesting. Um, I still think Ferndale's got a shot against Detroit Cody, but I think Detroit Cody experienced too much experience. I think the comments will move on in that one. Um, and then you look at um, District 29. We've I've talked exclusively about this district. I have talked exclusively about this district. I mean, I still think, you know, I was back and forth between Troy, Utica, Utica, Eisenhower, Troy, Athens, and Stony Creek. Now, Rochester's a team I'm watching carefully um, because I think they're going to give um, the winner, Troy, Utica, some issues. Um, but they're going to have to play really well if they're going to want to pull off an upset. So, But when I look at that district, I still think Troy has a great chance to move on. But they, they could be primed to get upset by Utica. So, you know. So, Troy and Utica could be really interesting there. Stony Creek, Troy, Athens, that winner plays Utica Eisenhower. That's going to be really interesting as well. I mean, so, bottom line here, as I'm saying, is, is, bottom line is, I really like this team. I really like, um, I'd like Troy to win this, but barely. But if they don't, then I think Utica's got a good shot. I mean, I think the winner of that game at at, I think the winner of that game has a great shot to win that district and move on. So, be very interesting to see what happens there. Okay, now, it's set for the girls. Let's go to the boys now. Um, when you look at the boys um, in the league standings, of course, um, now, Berkeley no longer controls their destiny after losing the Pontiac Friday night, 50-43. Um, that was a really bad loss for Coach Joe Thermal's team. Now they no longer control their destiny in the blue um, with one league game left to go, um, taking on Rochester. Um, Troy Athens controls their destiny, of course. Um, they have been rolling lately. Of course, they had that tough loss to Troy the other night. Um, but that's a team, I think, right now that's in the driver's seat in the blue. They still have to go to Seahome, which is a really tough place to play on Thursday night. That's going to be a really interesting game there. Um, and then let's look at um and then let's look at let's look at um the other side. You got Seahome, of course. They're still in the in the thick of this race. They still need them. They're gonna need some help as well. Um a lot of people need Troy Athens to lose to Pontiac. If Berkeley and Seahome can get that, then it sets up a really interesting game between Troy Athens and um Seahome on Thursday night. Um Berkeley, they have to play um they they close out the year with Stony Creek. Stony Creek's really been red hot lately. Um, that's a team to keep an eye on for sure. But in the blue race right now, Troy Athens looking really, really good right now. Um, like the direction where Coach Dave Scott's team is. Um, if they can win the blue title outright, that'll be huge for them. Um, especially because they got a very tough pre-district first round game with Sterling Heights looming. Of course, we know about that matchup. We know what Coach Mike Griffin likes to do with that matchup, 2-3 zone, um, that he's going to bring against um, Troy Athens at Utica Ford. Then he's still got to deal with Utica Ford, who's a really dangerous team as well. Um, so it's going to be a tough It'll be a tough, couple, it'll be a tough couple weeks for Coach Dave Scott's team. It'll be a tough two weeks. But 
Troy Athens right now has in a really good spot right now. Um, Seaholm's in a really interesting spot, considering with their district looming at far at North at um, Farmington, basically having to play, um, basically getting to buy and await the winner of um of Farmington Birmingham Brother Rice. So that's not going to be an easy easy matchup there. Um, and then um on the other and then of course you have um. And then, of course, you have um, Berkeley, of course. I really like their draw at Berkeley. I really like their draw at Detroit um, at Detroit Mumford, of course, taking on Detroit Mumford first, the host school. Um, I really do like that matchup for the Bears, um, but they've got to figure some things out, especially heading at the end of the year. Of course, they're still in the blue race, but right now they need some help, and I think right now that's the bottom line with Berkeley right now. This, this is a team that needs some help. That loss against Pontiac really did not help things for them. Um, considering that they still have, they got one league game left in Rochester. Um, but they're in a lot of trouble right now. Um, and in the rest of the, in the rest of the division, you got Avondale's been really been struggling. Royal Oak's been struggling. Um, you know, Pontiac's been up and down. Um, basically, um, so when you really look at it, it's going to be really interesting, you know, and then Rochester's been struggling as well. So. It'll be interesting in the final week of the regular season. Really interesting how it unfolds. And then, and then of course, let's look at the um, white division. I think A&T's in a lot of trouble. I mean, they have lost three of four. Um, they have really been struggling. They were upset by Stony Creek on Monday night. Um, they were up, and then they lost by two to Groves. Groves has had Southfield Arts and Tech's number. It would not surprise me next week if Groves beat Southfield A&T again. It really wouldn't. Um, this, but those two teams are evenly matched, considering one went on a buzzer beater and the other one was a two-point loss. So, you know, if you're Southfield A&T, you're right there with Groves. You're right there with them. But, but right now, this team, I think, is in some trouble right now. And when you look at those standings in the white, Troy has really taken off. I mean. They got Adams on Tuesday, and then they close out the with A&T on the road. Of course, A&T beat Troy in the regular season at Troy. So, you know, I think right now Troy's in a really interesting spot, really good spot. If there's a team that's in a bad spot right now, it's Oxford. Oxford's in a horrible spot. They sit at 9-9 right now. Still got a tough schedule to close out. I mean, you know, so and they got to close out with Groves. That's not an easy game. Um, they got Stony Creek. On Monday, so that'll be very interesting there. So we'll see what happens there. Um, so, but I think it'll be a really interesting game for sure to keep an eye on. Um, if you're um, but if you're um, but if you're Troy right now, you're right now in a really good spot. You're just in a great, great, great spot, and you got Brody Parker playing well. The Emergings are playing well. You've got. You got players really doing really well right now for Coach Gary Frelick. I mean, this is a team right now that's rolling right now. Southfield and Oxford are struggling along with Adams. Adams is a team that's really been struggling. Stony Creek's a red-hot team right now. Um, I think the Cougars are starting to roll a little bit. They're starting to get their gel together, um, especially the play of Trevor Smith. Um, he's been playing. Magnificent basketball for him, Stony Creek. Um, but 
it'll be very interesting. And then there's Farmington. Um, Farmington's really been struggling a little bit. I mean, despite the fact they haven't played in a week. Um, but this is a team I think that if Farmington can find their way, um, I think this could be a team that can make some wonders. Um, so I think Farmington's a team that could do some damage. Um, in the tournament, I mean, especially when you, especially the rest of the way, you know, finish strong and then get ready to play Birmingham Brother Rice in the first round. So that's going to be a really interesting matchup with them and Brother Rice. I mean, I'd like to get Ian's thoughts on that too. I really would like to do that, but that's a really interesting matchup. Um, I watched the um preview that Lauren Plant, Scott Bernstein, and TJ Kelly of State Champs um <clears throat> did on the Farmington District and. I have to agree with them, you know, that this is a very interesting matchup, to say the least. I mean, you know, I North Farmington's a team that sits in a really good spot right now. Um, Farmington, Brother Rice playing first. Brother Rice getting the number one seed, playing Farmington. Um, A&T getting the number two seed. That's a little shaky right now. Um, and then you look at North Farmington having to play, um, having to play, you know, the winner and North Farmington right now, I think if they're if they're coach Todd negotiating got a really good spot right now. Um, that's the white standings right now. Um, the red still Clarkston. Um but Bloomby Hills is um Noah Adamsek got a buzzer beating win against Oak Park. Oak Park is one and seven in the month of February. One and six in the month of February. That's bad. That is really bad because that is not a good feeling heading into districts. Basically, with the Knights, um, you know, they're in a lot of trouble because they, they got to play UD Jesuit first. Um, they got two games looming this week at North Farmington on Tuesday night, and then they got to play Nobody Detroit Catholic Central to close out the year. Um, this team's in some trouble. I mean, I think Oak Park's in a lot of trouble. Um, for Coach Bobby Thompson's team, this team's in a whole lot of trouble right now. Uh, and I'm not being mean to the Knights, but they're in a lot of trouble. I mean, the way they've been playing lately. Um, Bloomby Hills um, could be a wild card team in that district over at Adam West Bloomfield. But I, I just don't know if I see him get by Orchard Lake St. Mary's in the first round. Um Lake Orient's another team to keep an eye on. I mean, the Dragons got a really tough schedule to cool out the year. They had a really bad loss to West Bloomfield on Friday night. Um, they just could not make a shot. Um, couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make layups. Um, and that's really deflating if you're Coach Joel Schroeder. Um, but if you're Coach Schroeder and the Dragons, stay the course because this team will be fine. I mean, I think, you know, Everything that went wrong that went wrong Friday night is correctable. I mean, yes, the schedule gets tough this week. You got to play at Ferndale and at Clarkston. Um, those are two very tough games. But then you got to play Romeo on that um, on that Monday. And being in the playoffs is like a golden retrieve for them, for this group. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think I see some similarities to the... To this year's team compared, there's some similarities compared to the team in 2012 that went to the quarterfinals. Um, they had a first-year coach in Tom Reese that year. You have a first-year coach in Joe Schroeder. Um, he's got players like um, 
You have some players like, uh, but Lake Orion this year, still a young team. Um, you know, you got five um, five juniors on that team. You got them. Um, but then you have, you have Drew Van Hack back. You have Cameron Sutton. You have Dylan Bogenheimer, um, Ari Curtis. Um, but you got to use these next two games. If you're Coach Joe Schroeder, to just say, you know what? Get ready for the tournament. Get ready for the district tournament. And I, if things go right and Lake Orion executes, I think this team will be playing next week. This team will be playing in the next Friday. I'm serious. I really like the draw that Lake Orion has. I mean, I like the draw that this Dragon team has. Much better than a couple of, th- couple of some of these other teams that over at Clarkston um, that have right now Adams, Oxford. That's what they got. Really bad draws. Um, Ferndale. Ferndale's a team I'm really concerned about. Speaking of the Eagles, they didn't play. They haven't played in the last two weeks. Um, but their lack of depth is a big time concern for me. I mean, when you look at Ferndale, um, the Eagles are a team that really has some concerns. I got some big concerns with this team, and it's not because they're talented. It's because of their depth. They don't have a lot of depth. And that's the big problem when you look at teams like um, have for them having to go up against, let's say if they do win their district, they're going to have to go through Detroit CMA and then likely having to play um, battle, battle, likely play Harper Woods and Chandler Park Academy. That's going to be tough for Ferndale. Um, so when you look at Ferndale's chances, you know, everything, they do have two home games this week with Lake Orion and West Bloomfield. But, you know, now comes the big test. If this gamble does not pay off for Ferndale, playing a murder's robe schedule, non-league, playing in the red, if this doesn't pay off, then I think this then I think there has to be changes made over there at Ferndale. Because everything they've made has been built for this year. Everything has been made and built for this year. And if they can't get it done with this group, then they might not never get it done. That's the bottom line. Um you got some great players on that team. You got Colin Goldston. You got um, you got Jay Sean Lee. You got um, Cravon Lewis. I mean, you got Jalen Doherty. I mean, like, if you cannot win that district, if you cannot get to at least the state quarterfinal, then I don't know where Coach Ron Rickman has with this team. I just don't know. I just don't know. So, so this is a gamble Ferndale took. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, Clarkston, of course, we know about them. Um, we know about Clarkston. They got West Bloomfield this week. Lake Orion on, um, on Tuesday. They got West Bloomfield on the road on Tuesday. And they got Lake Orion at home on Thursday. Um, then they get the, um, then they get Adams first. Of course, I know how a lot of people at Clarkston are seeing about with that one. Um, so when you look at Clarkston, you know, Riding Lawyer, Riding Wasilik, Riding Nicholson. Um, they've had some other players contribute, like Cole Donchez, Mike DePillo. Um, but everything with them flows around those three guys. I mean, this is the same Clarkson team as last year, basically. I mean, but a lot of those kids have a year more experience. That's the thing with Clarkson. And they got home court and districts. So everything looks smooth for Clarkson. But if you're Clarkson right now, I still would say, you know what? You know, I know we're hungry. We're thinking state championship. But 
got to take things one at a time if you're if you're coach Tim Lasillicter. You got to take one thing one step at a time because you don't know what could happen. You just found out what happened last year. You know what happened last year. Um with that disaster. Um so if you're Clarkston, you know, take things one game at a time. Um let's say if you do win the district, um now you're going to have to likely look at possibly playing Ultra Lake St. Mary's in the regional um and then possibly clashing with Grand Blank in the um or Flint or Grand Blank in the um state quarterfinal. Um I think this year Grand Blank, I've watched Grand Blank play. They're really good. Grand Blank is really good. But then look at Orchard Lake St. Mary's. They're really good. So when you look at the Eaglets, um, and I think the Eaglets, I mean, I saw that, I heard, watched them play against UD Jesuit. Um, they just looked, you know, they look, they look good. But there's some times they look bad. I mean, against, I mean, like, if things go right, you know, who knows? What could happen to Orchard Lake St. Mary's? They got a great draw. I mean, because West Bloomfield and Water Vermont have to play each other, you know? West Bloomfield, I thought, you know, the other night, I really liked how they played. I mean, they play they play the right way. They got balance. Um, I like Travis Reese. Um, Ryan Hurst. Um, you got um, Shamir Matthews. You got Owusu in the interior. I mean, I like how this West Bloomfield team is. They're athletic. They're quick. Um, they're going to make some noise. Um, they're going to make some noise. I really like this West Bluefield team. Um, and then, of course, you know, we talked Bloomby Hills, talked Oak Park. Um, North Farmington, I think they're in a really good spot as well, of course, with their seed that they got in the district tournament. So I think it's a really interesting spot right now when you look at what the Raiders have. So, so final week of the season is upon us. Um, of course, um, I'm going to do my updated um, top 21 for the week. Of course, um, I, updated, um, I updated these every, um, every week. Um, when I look at the top teams in the boys, um, I'm going to go with the boys first. My top team is Clarkson, obviously, with, 17, with a 17-1 record. Troy, my number two team this week at 15-3. Um, Ferndale, my number three team this week, have an 8-9. Um, West Bloomby, number four. Um, North Farmington five, Troy Athens six, Stony Creek seven, um, Southfield Arts and Tech eight, um, Farmington nine, Berkeley ten. That's my top ten. Um, the rest of the league, um, Grove's my number eleven team. Um, Lake Orion number twelve, Seaholm thirteen, Bloopy Hills fourteen, Oak Park fifteen, Adams sixteen, Oxford seventeen. Pontiac 18, Royal Oak 19, Rochester 20, Avondale 21. Um, top games this week in the boys. Um, obviously, Stony Creek Oxford on Monday. That'll be a really interesting game. Um, of course, that's a rematch of a um, 51-42 Stony Creek win at Stony Creek on January the 31st. It's Oxford Senior Night. Of course, they're honoring seven seniors, including Trey Townsend. Um, and it's an interesting matchup between Townsend and Trevor Smith, along with the coaching matchup between Steve Norgrove and Steve Laidlaw. So it'll be very interesting to see how that matchup happens there. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there in that game. Um, then speaking of Oxford, they play at Groves on Thursday. I mean, this is going to be a very interesting game right there. I mean, 
you know, be a good way to see where Oxford's at heading into the season, heading into the conclusion of the regular season, especially with them getting a bye, having to likely see Clarkson in the next round. So, interesting matchup between Oxford and Groves um, on that Thursday. Of course, both teams have very tough districts. Um, Groves having to play Southfield. Oxford, of course, we talked about earlier. Um, Berkeley at Stony Creek. This would be a good game. I think it's be a really good game. Um, Berkeley's got some guards that can match up really well. Um, I'm curious to see how the matchup is between Ari Bachinski and um, Trevor Smith. That'll be a very interesting matchup. Coaching matchup is mentioned between um, Joe Sermo and um, Steve Norgrove. That makes a really interesting matchup there. Um, and then, of course, um, it's a non-league game, so we'll see what happens. How both these teams respond. Of course, Berkeley has to play on that Monday, but so does Stony Creek as well. I mean, in their in their respective district matchups. Um, Pontiac at Troy Athens. A lot of people in the blue are gonna be paying a lot of attention to this one because of the fact that Athens does lead the division right now. But Pontiac beat Athens 68-60 on January 30th. So when he, and Pontiac has been known to win some games that they're not supposed to, of course. But also, they, they beat Berkeley last week. Um, but they were not supposed to lose that game at Royal Oak. So, Pontiac's a very interesting team to keep an eye on. But but oh, there's going to be at least two teams I know that have to root for. Um, see, at the root for Pontiac to pull off the upset at Troy Athens on their senior night. So, that would be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, Olympia Hills, North Farmington on a Thursday. Um... I don't know if there's any more motivation for Coach Todd to negotiate his team, taking on the Blackhawks, who've beaten you three, beaten you two, two straight times. Of course, they beat you um, on your road. They beat you at the buzzer, um, and forced overtime. Um, and then, of course, they um, beat you at your home place last year. So I don't know if there's any more motivation as there is for Coach Todd to negotiate his team. I really don't know if there is. So that'll be a really interesting matchup there in that one. Um, and, of course, you know, um, for Bloomfield Hills, they got a tough district looming. North Farrington, we know about that district. Um, Troy at Southfield A&T. This is a Thursday matinee. Um, rematch of a 66-59 Southfield win against Troy. Um, so I'm curious to see how the Warriors respond after losing really been struggling a little bit. This team's really been struggling. Um, Troy, on the other hand, of course, been red hot, playing really well, really good basketball lately. Um, and then you had Troy at, the, and then, of course, you have um, Troy Athens at Seaholm. This is a Thursday matchup. If those two, if Troy Athens loses, Seaholm wins, then it sets up the blue champion, a uh, battle for a share of the blue title. Um, now, Berkeley could be in, still in play. Um, pending if they can get by Rochester, but if Troy Athens wins both their games, the league race is basically over, and Troy Athens would win, at would win it would win for sure at least a share of the blue title. So very interesting matchup there for Seaholm. Of course, they need help, and then sets this matchup up for a big one at the Forest on um. It's also a rematch of a 48-42 Redhawks win on February the fourth. So we'll see what happens there in that game. Um, West Bloomfield at Ferndale on a Thursday. It's a rematch of a 70-67. Um, Ferndale win at the Swamp. Um, we know about Ferndale. West Bloomfield, if they can get into Ferndale's lack of depth, that could be really interesting. Um, Holly at Royal Oak. That's a Tuesday game. I mean, I know Coach Tita Hart really well. Um, 
Holly's been rolling. Royal Oak's been struggling. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there in that game. Um, Royal Oak's a defensive first team. They got two bigs. But Holly's been playing really well lately, including a big 88-77 win at Shorts Creek against a really good Dragons team. Um, Holly's a team, I think, that, you know, I like the direction that they're going. Um, it's been a tough year for um, first-year coach Steve DeHart, but I think he's going to get that program back in the right direction. Um, let's look at the other, let's look at other matchups here as well. Um, you got, um, you got North Farmington, Oak Park, the rematch of a 65-50, um, win for, um, for North Farmington. It's in Oak Park, so I'm curious to see how the Knights respond after, after being one and six in the month of February. Um, nobody Detroit Catholic Central in Oak Park. Um, that's a Thursday game. Um, Oak Park, they, those two, these two teams agreed to play each other. Um, late in the scheduling process, so it'll be an interesting game. Here to see the match between Brendan Swanee and um and um Coach um, Bobby Thompson, so it'll be very interesting there in that matchup. And then you have um A and T taking on Farmington. It's a Tuesday game rematch of a 65-66-65 A and T win over Farmington with a buzzer beater. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there in that matchup there. Um, let's go to my girls' top twenty-one before I sign on off. Um. My um, number one team heading in is Clarkston. Um, people are going to say, why not West Bluefield? West Bluefield had a really tough loss to Detroit Edison. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Clarkston, number one team heading in. West Bluefield, number two. Avondale, three. Troyman, number four. A&T, five. Oak Park, six. Berkeley, seven. Adams, eight. Royal Oak, nine. Troy Athens, 10. North Farmington, 11. Lake Orion, 12. Grove 13, Rochester 14, Stony Creek 15, Oxford 16, Blue Hill 17, Seahome 18, Farmington 19, Ferndale 20, and Pontiac 21. So my top games, of course, the girls are in districts. As mentioned, I talked to them earlier. Um, looking at that match between Troy and Utica, Troy at the Stony Creek. Um, possible matchup between um, Waterford Mott and um, West Bloomfield, that'll be a really interesting game. Um, and then, of course, you have the, um, and then, of course, you have um, the games at um, Birmingham Marion. Um, I think the um, Berkeley Birmingham Marion matchup will be very interesting. Um, I think a possible A&T Royal Oak rematch. And then, of course, that possible A&T um, Birmingham Marion district final could happen. Um, now, it wouldn't surprise me if Berkeley gives Birmingham Marion fits, but I don't think they have enough firepower to do to do that. Um, I can see Detroit Cody winning their district over at, at on their home court. Um, Ferndale will give them some fight in that one. Um, and then of course we talked about the um, Troy Stony Creek district in advance. Um, the Farmington district, of course, that one's going to be very interesting. Um, I think that Farmington um, they don't have much of a chance against Farmington's Mercy. Um, and then that winner is going to take on Novi. Novi could give Mercy some problems. I mean, that's not a question. They're, they could give him some fits. So we'll see what happens there in that matchup there. Um, and then, of course, we got, um, and then, of course, we have that district over at Detroit Renaissance. I still think Detroit Renaissance will win that district. But Oak Park and Detroit Renaissance will be a really interesting game in that one. Um, West Bloomfield. And Avondale, a lot of people say that could be the possible matchup, but don't count out Water Vermont, as mentioned. Um, and then, of course, we have that district with Clarkston. Um, you know, Clarkson, 
taking on Romeo. That could be an upset trap. Adams and, and Oxford could be an, also be an upset trap as well. So when you look at when you look at the basketball districts um, on paper in general, um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens, um, especially on the girls' side of things this week. So a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to recap a lot next week on the podcast. Um, and then, of course, um, we got a lot of other things going around now. People have asked me about my stance on Davison and um, Nobody Detroit Catholic Central. Um, of course, that, a lot of controversy occurred in that matchup in, rest, in the state final. Um, you know, you know, it is what is, um, but I still think, you know, um, just a lot of, lot of controversy. Um, just disappointed on the outcome. You know, if he would have just, I mean, like, but if he was in concussion protocol, you know what I mean, then so be it. Um, I, I can understand why a lot of people with Davidson are really upset about it. So, but it is what it is. So, you know, um, that's why, um, you know, why there's there. You know what I mean? So. All right. Um, want to send my congratulations to 308 teams that are advancing to the cheerleading state finals. Um, Rochester, Rochester, Adams, and Lake Orion. Um, Adams, of course, winning the regional at Troy, Athens. Um, Rochester took fourth in the um in their regional at Troy, Athens. Um, Lake Orion with the second place finish at um Heartland this past weekend. Um, so it'll be really so now those three teams are going to be competing on Friday night. In the um, Delta Plex, um, so that'll be really interesting. Um, when I look at the favorites in the in the um in there, I still like Grand Blank. I think Grand this could be Grand Blank's year to make a serious run. But you got to keep an eye on. There's several teams out in the west side of the state that can make some noise, of course, um, as well. So you know, so um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Of course, um, Adams getting the highest score, um. Utica, I'm oh no, sorry, um, Utica Eisenhower was, uh, I believe, um, third in that one. Plymouth, uh, Utica Eisenhower, I believe, was third. Plymouth was second. Rochester took them fourth. So, and then the other side, he had um, he had um, he had um, Brighton took fourth. Um, and then um, Lake Oriental took second. Did um, got to look at the um, scoring again. But you know, Grand Lake won it. Lake Oriental was second. Um. I know Brighton was fourth. I gotta figure out who was third. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, wish everybody the best of luck in their cheerleading state districts on um on um Friday night. It's gonna take place there, of course, same as the girls district finals. Um I will post a blog article after the um conclusion of the district um pre district rounds, of course, on the um my thoughts on that. So keep tuned to the blog at Sammy Semicolon coming up blogspot.com. The latest information um, surrounding the um, girls and boys basketball districts. We're also going to talk a lot more about it on the podcast this upcoming um, next week as well. Of course, I'll have Ian back in the studio with me next week. So, you know, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. Um, see you all next week. And um, let's see what, wish everybody the best of luck this year in the um, girls' um, basketball district playoffs and also the boys' basketball in the final week of the regular season, along with everybody else this upcoming week. So stay tuned, everybody. See you all next week, everybody.